This is a little extra Lambo recording here at the Palatial Podcast Studios right here, South Hill, Spokane. How's everybody doing tonight in podcast land? How are you listening to me? Shoot me a message. I got uh, I got a few. Uh, I got uh, a few messages saying what they listen to and and the platforms in which uh, everybody listens to their podcast on. Um, so I don't have to make any switches yet to uh, subscribe or get my my show onto another pl- podcast platform. So if you are out there and you're listening to this podcast on something that you normally don't and you have to jump around to find my podcast, shoot me a message, let me know, and I can get this show onto uh, that, that platform that you use. So it'll make things a lot easier for you as well as me because then more ears get to listen to the show. So shoot me a message and we can we can get that changed over. So uh, also, you know, shoot me a message about the show. Shoot me a message about some content, about what you think, what your opinion is. Uh, we are here to talk. We're not here to blow anybody up. So if you have an opinion or disagreement of any short any sort, just shoot me a message. We'll we'll talk about it. We can talk about it on air if you want, or or not. I mean, either way, it don't matter to me. I'm not here to blow anybody up. Uh, I have my opinions, and that's why I have my show. And my opinions are are mine for a reason, and they're not swayed by anybody else, and nor should yours. So let's come together. Let's have a conversation. And, you know, let's make a show of it. Why not? Well, let's make a show of it, and we'll we'll get you on air as well. So I've got plenty of tools to get you onto the show uh, from wherever you're at or come into studio. We'll have a couple drinks, and, and we'll have a great podcast. So shoot me a message. Uh, today's show, uh, we're going to spin off from uh, the Johnny Depp case, uh, the Johnny Depp case, the Will Smith situation, the slap. Uh, they're at the at the award show and just kind of the the mental abuse that unfortunately these men go to I wish in the case of Johnny Depp it was a better man um, better man as far as as what he has done in the past I, I just he's done a lot of things that I disagree with that I wish it would have just been somebody else I think you allow things to happen within your life over who you're chasing. So anyway, that that is where this show is going to kind of ultimately go. Um, I have uh, some, some narcissistic traits of a female that we're going to discuss. I have three basic needs of men. It, we're, men are simple creatures, but we have three simple needs that need to be met when you're dealing with a, with an alpha male, with a red pill male, with somebody of... of uh, uh, I'm not going to take your shit attitude. Uh, we will touch on the Johnny Depp case. And then the last thing, uh, this thing, this question comes off of uh, TikTok. And the question is, the, the question actually came from men should be monsters. Men should be monsters and then they should learn how to control it. That so then off of that question comes what do monsters look for in a potential partner then? So I created a video. If you're on TikTok, look for South Hill Podcast Studios and you will see my gorgeous, handsome face there and all my content. So follow me, uh, I'll follow you back, 
and uh, you'll you'll see all my content. But as far as that question goes, I answered it. I answered it on there. I'm going to answer it again on on here on the show. So uh, good show today. We had a uh, another podcast that's been recorded already for Dad Life. And it stemmed from our fishing trip that we took this last weekend on the St. Joe River in northern Idaho. Amazing. It was great weekend just to get out, hang with my best friend. Uh, Sunday, we got to go out with my son, and it was a great weekend. We couldn't have asked for better weather. We couldn't have asked for better fishing. We couldn't have asked for better conversation. We couldn't have asked for anything better. Between two guys, we caught 40 fish for the entire weekend. Just amazing. On our fly rods, it's a paddle boat, no motorized boats, uh, fly fishing, catch and release. We had a great a great time. Um, we will definitely be back up there again. I know we'll be back up there again uh, for floating. We'll be up there floating the river probably several times this summer. So, And then I've got a couple friends up there who they camp up there uh, as well. So we'll be up there camping with them and make a great weekend out of whatever comes about so we're excited it'll be a great summer be out there floating the river uh you know having some cocktails on the river and and talking and telling stories and all that good stuff so we can't wait and then the fishing trip we'll be up there again we want to hit the Coeur d'Alene River we want to hit the Clearwater River also in northern Idaho and do a little steelhead fishing and then uh as you'll hear on the podcast with Mr. Freedom Stick we will be try to get over on the other side of the state and get some straight from Puget Sound salmon fisher or steelhead from there as well. So our fly rods will be used this summer, and I'm excited. I cannot wait for for that to happen, as well as camping, as well as everything else with the kids. So very excited for that. So uh, I guess let's just dive into the show. Um, Five female narcissistic traits. Uh, this is coming about from the from the Johnny Depp trial. This coming the the mental abuse, the physical abuse that most men in relationships go through. Not all, but most. And when it is talked about, when it is brought up, uh, when those emotions are you are are given from a male to his female partner. Those feelings, those compliment or those uh, conversations, are used against us. They're weaponized. They are thrown back in our face. We're laughed at. We're belittled. That should not happen in an, in an equal relationship, in an equal partnership. Those things should not happen. Our feelings mean something as well. What we're going through means something as well. And to have those those feelings when we have those conversations they should be listened to a female a woman asks for us to listen to their feelings to their emotions to feel their emotions and then you know whatever needs to come from it it problem either needs to be solved or or you know conversations need to be had or um, self growth needs to happen, something. But a woman expects you to be there when she has those times of need. And then heaven forbid you, you you know, what, try to weaponize that or use her emotions against her, then you really get dogged down. 
So men for years have had to deal with this. It's why men kill themselves at a three to one rate compared to women. It's just, that's just simple fact, simple fact. Can't go to counseling. You can, but it doesn't, it's not productive for a male. Marriage is used against men because automatically you're the bad guy until proven innocent. And then the woman ends up walking away with half of your shit. All of the kids, you still have to pay for the, for the child support and the alimony even though your situation has drastically decreased, it's not a good situation for men to be in. And then, on top of it, the mental abuse, the humiliation that she might may do in front of your friends, it's just, there's a lot that goes into this. This Johnny Depp case, even though it is a good case, it is being televised, and I ask why the Ghislaine Maxwell case was not this publicized, why it is not on the news 24-7, why the findings of the Ghislaine Maxwell case is not on the news 24-7, why are we not headhunting pedophiles? Ultimately, that's what should be going on right now. Headhunting pedophiles. Tom Hanks, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's best friend is one of those. Jeffrey Epstein and his girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, or associate Ghislaine Maxwell, kept a black book of names. We've talked about this on this show. They've kept a black book of who these pedophiles were with, the kids they were with, what rooms they were in, what times, all of this. A book was kept for their protection. I mean, you can't you can't blame them. But that black book, should be out in public knowledge and heads should start to roll. That's what should should be happening right now to these pedophiles. The problem is it is the deepest, darkest spot of our world leaders are all involved in this, which is just sickening. Just sickening. So, go back to the Johnny Depp case. It is a good thing that it is being televised it is on the news it's all throughout social media and the the topics are very wide very broad very um open-ended when it comes to men getting mentally abused men getting physically abused men not taken seriously because nobody wants to go down that road nobody wants to believe that Nobody wants to give a damn, basically. So when you bring it up, that's why I say it's, it's open-ended, is because when you bring up these topics, it's said, you get to say them, but then nothing ever, there's no follow-through. Nothing ever gets done. Uh, a domestic violence situation, you call the police, uh, your wife is beating on you, throwing beer bottles at you, uh, taking a dump on your pillow. You bring that up. And the police officers show up, you do a report, all right, thanks, have a good night. But in a domestic violence situation, when a woman calls, the man gets hauled away. Doesn't matter if he's the one not getting abused or not. If he's abusing her, then he's get taken away. If she's abusing him, he gets taken away. How's that fair? It doesn't benefit men to say anything when they are getting mentally and physically abused in a domestic violence situation. So the five, what we're learning from this Johnny Depp case is this female, Amber Heard, is a 
classic narcissist. And you can just see her. It's just, it's a pathetic trial. Why is this even on air? Where's the Glenn Maxwell trial? I'm, I'm just so fucking livid when it comes to that. Five female narcissistic traits. Number one, a female narcissist will give you the silent treatment. They will not return texts. They will wake up in the morning. They'll go shower or do their morning routine and be gone. They won't say goodbye. They won't talk to you. They won't give you a kiss. They won't, you know, anything. The silent treatment. No text message, no phone calls. The silent treatment. Number two. They withhold love and affection. They withhold sex. Uh, sex is used as a tool. Women, women are the initiators or the holders of sex. Therefore, they can use that as a weapon against you. If they don't like how you're treating them, if they don't like your schedule, if they don't like something, I mean anything, women can, women can find a reason not to have sex with you and it doesn't take much. A female narcissist, though, will go above and beyond that. And you won't have sex for a while because she knows that it's hurting you. She knows it's affecting you. She knows you're not going to go anywhere else, so she'll use that against you. She's withholding love. She's withholding affection. She's withholding that bond that you two have, that the simple touches, the holding of the hands, the kiss goodbye in the morning. She's holding that against you. You're not getting those. Men are very simple. Remember this. We're going to talk about this later in the show. Men are very simple. And if we don't get the love and the affection that we desire, if we don't get the sex that we desire from our partner, now frustration and anger grows. And all that does is make her happy. A female narcissist is happy when you are frustrated, you're depressed, you're lost. You have that lost feeling. It's just, it's what they do. That's how they get off. Number three, guilt trip. She'll find every reason she can to exploit you and your situation to whomever she wants to. Those guilt trips. Oh my God, you're going to do that and leave me here all by myself. Oh my God, you, you're actually, yeah, I know you've had that fishing trip planned for a while, but you're actually going to do that and leave me by myself. What about this that's going to go on? What about this? A female narcissist will find every reason to guilt trip you into not going. I had, hmm, I'll just do this. A friend of mine had a fishing trip planned. And his wife has known about this fishing trip for a while. His, my, my friend's wife scheduled a doctor's appointment on this day that he's supposed to leave for this fishing trip. Fishing trip has been on the calendar for two or three months. Months. Female narcissist uses the guilt trip against husband, against my friend, saying, how are you leaving me on this date where we have this doctor's appointment for our son to go to? How on earth can you do that to me? I'm the one that now has to go by myself. I'm the one that has to take care of things. I'm the one that has to go alone to the doctor when it involves our son. That date has been on the calendar for two months or three months. The friend 
made it very clear, my friend made it very clear that we have this trip coming up and you scheduled the doctor's appointment for that date for things that have already been prepaid for. A female narcissist will give you that guilt trip. So then you cancel your plans just to be there with her. It's not about the doctor's appointment. It's about you going out and having your fun. You going out doing things that you're passionate about and it doesn't involve her. The guilt trip. Number four, shame, emasculation, and humiliation. When you're in a group setting, this is classic in a group setting. She will find things on how to humiliate you in front of the group. She'll try to uh, emasculate you and your your tiny pee-pee. Um, shame you into certain things. Like you went on a fishing trip when you should have been there for the doctor's appointment that was scheduled for your son, even though the fishing trip was scheduled well before this doctor's appointment was ever scheduled. And she'll shame you. Shame you in front of your own friends. Shame you in front of your family. And shame you in front of your coworkers that you would even think of going on to a fishing trip when you had your child had a, had a doctor's appointment. Now, this is, this is a wide range, folks. This will be used, this can be used over anything. I'm just using my friend's personal example as the example for the show. So, emasculating, talking, talking about their pee-pee in front of um, their, your friends, your coworkers, talking about the size and how small it is and how cute it is, talking about... Um, you know, just how awful you are in bed or you'll bring up past boyfriends or whatever you do. You could just get emasculated. You're not a man, you know, a, a guy in the, in the grocery store grabbed, uh, your arm, let's say, and your boyfriend did nothing. You emasculate him in front of all of your friends. That's what a female narcissist would do. She gets power from you looking like a fool, you looking humiliated, Female narcissist shows no boundaries when it comes to conversations in a group setting. Number five, a female narcissist will find, a female narcissist loves to find something to project onto you and gaslight you. Female narcissist will project onto you when you bring up uh, her drinking problem. She's drunk every day. She starts at noon drinking every day. And you bring that up to her and she throws it back into your into your face. Well, you have a beer after work. Not identifying the problem at hand, but it's it's my pro- I'm the problem because I'm the one that goes for a beer after work. I have one beer or two beers. Not 12 from noon to 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. And then we start in on the hard liquor or the wine or you know, whatever, whatever else, the mixed, the mixed cocktails, they project, they do not take any accountability on their own path. They do not take any accountability on their own actions. They just move it right back to you. And it gets easier and easier and easier over the years, months and years that this happens. It's very easy for them. It's not, it's just boom, 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 boom. And then they gaslight you. 
most narcissistic women do not, uh, both narcissistic male and, and females, do not take any accountability for their actions. It's not me. It's not me. It's you. Your actions cause me to act a certain way, is what they'll say. I have no problem. I have no no issues. It's you. It's you. You got my action, my response to your your actions. You're the problem, she says. A female narcissist loves to project so she is not held accountable for her shitty behavior. These five you can find online anywhere. You can find in any men's mental health group. You can find these five in any clinical setting where domestic violence happens or gets solved or investigated. Um, These five are in any counseling book. So these traits are very, very well known. And the more, the quicker you can identify these, the quicker you can see these within a relationship before you get married, it makes it that much easier to walk away. Because if a female narcissist does not take accountability for her actions, there is no growth from there. She will not get better until she wants to get better. And that's what you need to learn when it comes to a female narcissist and these five traits. So I had brought up men are very basic. Men are, some men are needy. Most men are not. They're not needy. They'd rather just get what they want on their own. They would rather handle situations on their own. Men don't ask for much. Men might ask things for different things, but they don't ask for much. The three basic needs of a man are very simple. We ask you, men ask you to show burning desire. Just be there for us. When we say hello in the morning, we don't need a quick response every single time, but we want to know that you have burning desire for us. We want to know that you have burning desire for us only. We want to know that you have burning desire for our needs. I make a sandwich. I make a lunch every day for, you know, for for the next day for work. I don't. I should. But let's just let's just use that example. If she has burning desire for you, she will do it all on her own because she cares about you. She knows that your time is valuable. She might have 10 minutes. I don't expect her to do it because that's my lunch. I will do it. I can get it done. If she has burning desire for you, she's going to make your lunch. Or she's going to try to make your lunch, depending on how how complicated you like your lunch. But if it's a simple turkey and Swiss sandwich with mayo and mustard, she can handle that. A little bit of, little bit of salad, lettuce on there, a little bit of tomato. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great sandwich. If she has burning desire for you, she will make your lunch for you. If she has burning desire for you, for you, she will bring you the beer. You know, as you're sitting on the couch, she'll mix you a drink because she knows that you've had a hard day. Um, she had to run to the to the to the store 
Maybe you like Snickers. Maybe you like Twix, Reese's. She'll grab you a candy bar. That's what that's what they expect. If we're at the grocery store and we walk by some flowers, we might grab some flowers. Bag of chips, her favorite soda, maybe a coffee. Women, do these same things for your man. You will see a huge attitude change in your men if, if, if you're not already doing these things. Burning desire. We have to see a burning desire. Number two, they need to feel appreciated through love, food, and sex. It kind of goes back to that burning desire. I want to know that you love me. I want to, I want to know. I don't want you just to say the words. I want to feel your love. I want, you know, men, the, easy, the quickest way to a man's heart is through his stomach, right? That's what they always say. Food. Make a special meal. We don't always have to go out and eat. Prepare a meal. You know, I'm, I'm going to go out. I'm going to, maybe, maybe I pick up a shift on Saturday. You know, I pick up a shift on Saturday and I come home and you already have a, a, a lunch prepared. You have a dinner prepared that isn't normal. You had to actually... Uh, you know, get online, get on Pinterest, get on YouTube and figure out how to make this recipe. Or there's something that, you know, something that I really love. Like, you know, I might, I might like ribs. Maybe I like, uh, you know, let's just use, let's just use chicken breast because that's the easiest thing. So you can, you find some recipe that you, it's a different variation of, of using chicken breast. It's, it's new to the both of you. Found this recipe made it I, I hope it turns out good and and feel confident in yourself men love confidence men love confidence and you feeling sexy about it instead of already putting something down before they've even seen it or tried it don't put it down be confident in it if you fuck it up fuck it, it it's fucked up you tried you tried and that trying right there is is means more to us than you just you know, grabbing a pizza and here's 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 dinner. It's cold. Here's dinner. Whatever. We feel appreciated because you tried. You actually were trying to do something nice. You were trying to. You expect that on your end as well. We we would like that as well. We want that on our end as well. Appreciation through love, food, and sex. I think that's that's just a given. We all get busy. We all get busy. We all have different stresses. Men, and I just heard this the other day, men should be gratified every 72 hours or twice in 72 hours or something. It's 72 hours minimum, so three days. Men should be gratified sexually once every 72 hours. That's just once. His day, his week, his, you know, demeanor, his attitude... All of that stuff is going to change, and he's going to look at you better. He's going to look at you more often. He's going to look at you differently because you're appealing to him. You already are, but now if you're if you're filling that need, you're only that much more in his eyes. He sees you differently. Trust me on this. Trust me on this. Number three, and this is the this is. This might be bigger than the burning desire, but the protected by loyalty. A man needs to be protected by loyalty. 
You and him are in a relationship. It does not matter what anybody else thinks. You are the one that wants to be in that relationship with him. You are the one choosing him to be in your life because he, because you think he is your best option to have a successful relationship, a relate, uh, marriage, successful life. You are choosing him. Your parents have a problem with who you choose. You need to protect not only your partner, but your relationship. You need to draw that boundary of, Mom, Dad, this is who I want to be with. Either you like it or you keep your mouth shut. This is who I want to be with. Outside forces should not change how you feel about the person you chose to have in your life. Protect the relationship. Protected by loyalty. You go out for a girl's night. Guys are always hitting on married girls. Guys are always hitting on on single girls at the bar. Guys are always hitting on, you know, any girls at a bar. And if you I don't have a problem with my partner going out and having fun with the with her other girls. It's that loyalty that I trust that she's not going to go home with somebody else. She's not getting phone numbers from somebody else. It's very clear that she is taken. Guys are going to hit on you. I'm attracted to you. I hit on you. That's how we got together. If I'm not with you, then I know it's going to happen. You need to put that you need to put that shit in its place right away. Social media. It should be clear as day that you're in a relationship. I do not know why these females hide their partners. They hide their relationships. They hide their status. Is that because you you love the inquiries you love the attention all the time you go to you know you go to somebody's facebook page and there's nothing it's just her or her kids there's no men involved in there at all but yet that man is hidden why i've always i've never understood that or she'll you know you'll post something tag her in it and it's always on your page you're the one that's doing it and then she goes in and removes the tag. Men, be be curious as to why your woman is doing this. Because that's bullshit. If she's demanding you put shit on your Facebook page or your Instagram or your social media platforms. And she is not doing the same thing on her end. Then stop doing it. Because there is shady shit going on there for some reason that you need to either A, just leave, or investigate. See what she has to say for herself. Why are you the only one posting? And when you tag her, she removes it. There is shady shit going on there for some reason. Protected by loyalty. She should have your back even when you're not around. She should be protecting you and and what you offer to the relationship even when you're not around. Her parents, her family, her coworkers, badmouth you in front of her or to her. She should say something. If she if she does not and you're not there so you'll never know, but she should be protecting you. Who the fuck do you think you are talking to me about my guy when, number one, he's not even here, but even at all? 
That's my man. That's my relationship. Your opinion doesn't matter. I do not understand that. I don't understand why women don't do that. Not all women. Shush, Karen. Not all women. Some ha- Some do. There are amazing women out there, and they do do this. But trust me, men, when you are dating someone, find out about their loyalty. Find out about their burning desire. Find out how they show appreciation. Go back to the nar- five narcissistic traits. If in they are using any of these, fucking run. I don't care how gorgeous they look. Run. Look at the girl. Look at Amber Heard from the Johnny Depp trial. Gorgeous female. Gorgeous woman. Probably really fun. Look at the shit he's going through because he did not follow these five traits. He did not see these for what they are. He did not see the red flags. Now look at what he's going through. The Johnny Depp case of anything is showing us, is finally showing what men deal with, what men are put through, the abuse that men go through on a daily basis. Recognize these these. These traits men, Tra- traits men, don't allow your woman to do this to you. Don't allow her to manipulate you. Don't allow her to demasculate you, humiliate you. Don't allow her to do these things. Run, leave her right there. Know these things before you marry her. Because if you can check off, nope, she doesn't do that, she doesn't do that, she doesn't do that, she doesn't do that, she shows that, she shows that, she does this. If you can check all of those boxes, then you marry her. If you do not check off those boxes, or there's only maybe one or two, you do not marry her. Because that list grows, that list will not get better. You do not marry that woman. Take my advice. Men kill themselves on a three-to-one rate because they have to deal with shitty women like this. Run for the hills and leave them on the street corners where they belong. If I can give any young man some red pill advice, look for the red flags. Look for how they treat other people. Look how their family treats her or how she treats her family. You can identify those and you can identify these eight things from the five female narcissistic traits to the three basic needs of men. If you can identify those eight and she checks those boxes, then that's when you actually start thinking about marrying this woman. Young men, please, 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 please don't ruin your futures by having kids with women like this because now your life is hard your life will now be nothing but child support alimony and couch hopping in a one bedroom apartment with your kids because that's the future you're looking for if you let this type of woman into your life that's the cold hard truth but that is what's going to happen know who you're marrying before you marry Please take my advice on that, men. Don't the the Johnny the Johnny Depp case. 
mentally abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, the humiliation, the narcissistic, uh, uh, the narcissistic movements that she did upon him. Johnny Depp cases exposing all of that stuff when it comes to men in relationships. Maybe it is a good thing that it is a you know a, a character like Johnny Depp who who uh, you know is pretty famous. I'm not going to take that away from him. He was a good looking guy. Not going to take that away from him. I wish it would have been somebody with better character. But nonetheless, this case is proving that men deal with these from shitty women, from narcissistic women. And this is the abuse that all men take. It just happens to be on the grand stage of 24-hour media coverage, 24-hour social media coverage. The Johnny Depp cases exposing shitty women and the red flags that they have. Young men, watch this case. Watch what he's put himself through just being with this woman because he didn't just let her go. Young men, look for these eight. Look for these eight things. I cannot stress that enough. Um, the last thing, TikTok. I was wondering where this came from. TikTok. Uh woman gets on there what do monsters look for in a potential partner monsters men should be monsters and then they should learn how to control it um i think i got a clip of this when i look at both sides i see myself in both sides yep yep well the, I, the other thing i've been telling young men is that and, and this is something I think that you could relate to tremendously, is I, I read this New Testament line, well, decades ago, and I, I could never understand it. It's the line is, the meek shall inherit the earth. And I thought, there's something wrong with that, that line. It just doesn't make sense to me. Meek just doesn't seem to me to be a moral virtue. And so I did a series of biblical lectures this year, like 15 of them, and that was also a weird little experience that we can talk about. But I was looking through the these, these sayings, these maxims, and that was one of them, the meek shall inherit the earth. But I've been using this site called Bible Hub, and it's very interesting. It's, very, it's organized very interestingly. So you have a biblical line, and then they, they have like three pages of commentary on each line. And so because people have commented on every verse in the Bible, like to the to degree that's almost unimaginable. So you can look and see all the interpretations and all the translations and get some sense of what the gen, genuine meaning might be. And the line... The meek shall inherit the earth. Meek is not a good translation, or the word has moved in the 300 years or so, 300 years or so since it was translated. What it means is this. Those who have swords and know how to use them, but keep them sheathed, will inherit the world. And that's mm. another thing I've been telling Yeah, no kidding. That's, that's a lot a different, big man. Difference. That's a big difference. It's so great. And so, like, one of the things I tell young men, well, and young women as well, but the young men really need to hear this more, I think, is that you should be a monster. You know, because everyone says, well, you should be harmless, virtuous. You shouldn't do anyone any harm. You should sheath your competitive instinct. You shouldn't try to win. You know, you, you don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat and all of that. It's like, no. Wrong. You should be a monster, an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it. 
Do you know the expression, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war? Right, right, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly right. And so when I tell young men that, they think, well, lots of them are competitive. They're low in agreeableness, you know, because that's part of being competitive temperamentally. It's like, is there something wrong with being competitive? There's nothing wrong with it. There's something wrong with cheating. There's something wrong with being a tyrant. There's something wrong with winning unfairly. All of those things are bad. But you don't want people to win? What's the difference between trying to win and striving? You want to eradicate striving? Well, it's the uncomfortable feeling that people associate with losing. When they've personally experienced it, they look at losing as they've been oppressed or they've been hurt. But what they don't understand is that is the motivation for growth. And one of the most beautiful things that I think a young person can get involved in is martial arts. Because so that comes from the Joe Rogan podcast, episode 1070 with Jordan Peterson. And Jordan Peterson is a rock star when it comes to analyzing men, male behavior and searching for those red flags that they should stay away from. Um, he does a great job of describing how men should be monsters and the reasoning behind that in, in other shows, not, not just in that clip, but that is Jordan Peterson on the Joe Rogan podcast. The other thing that Joe had said was be a warrior in a garden, not a gardener in a war. And if you understand what that means, then you understand the red pill philosophy you don't want to be a soft man creating hard times. You want to be a hard man, a hard, a warrior in soft times. There is a huge difference there. So what do monsters, red pill men, look for in a potential partner? Um, number one. Someone who complements your life, not complicates it. Meaning, we don't want drama. Men don't want drama. Men don't want your pissy attitude. Men don't want to be discredited. Men don't want to be, you know, touted out there as something that he's not. He doesn't want a heart. He doesn't want you to make his life hard. He wants you to compliment it. Especially if you're debt-free, you own a home, you own your own vehicles, you have a career, you have a life. You should not be taking away from those things. You should be entering his frame. You should be entering his enjoyments. You should be entering in the things that he's passionate about while keeping your frame, while keeping your interests and your hobbies and your friends and your career a strong relationship isn't about taking from one person to make the other one more. That's what most men do. They get into a relationship, they get into a marriage where now they feel or they're made to feel like they have to be less so that she can be more. That's not how a relationship works. That's not how a successful relationship works. You do not take away from yourself to make somebody more. Men want you to complement their life, not complicate it. We don't want your drama. We don't want your bullshit. We don't want your nonsense. Number two, your partner should be consistent, should be respectful, protective, and loyal. These are 
kind of in the, the basic needs of men. You know, just I'm answering this question, but we've already kind of talked about this one. She needs to be consistent. If she says something in a certain situation, then that's how going forward things should be, not not flip-flopping. She should be consistent when it comes to when it comes to um, you know certain situations as far as on a calendar. She should be consistent in not canceling. She should be consistent in her actions as far as what she says. Actions before words always. Actions before words always. Woman is very easy to say sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. But really no meaning behind it. All I got to do is say I'm sorry and that will be good enough. She needs to be consistent in what she says to her actions that then follow. She needs to be respectful of you. She should not be humiliating, emasculating, shaming you. She needs to be respectful of you and what you provide for your family, what you provide for her, what you provide for your futures. A woman should be respectful when it comes to her being out with her girls and other guys hitting on her and buying her drinks and all that nonsense. She should be respectful when it comes to her social media platforms. She should be respectful on her Snapchats and the disgusting app that that is. She should be protective like we've talked about in the other, you know, the other the three basic needs. She should be protective of you and your relationship. She should not allow other people to disrespect you or the relationship. She should not um, she should be uh, protective of people trying to break you guys up, i.e. family members. If she's choosing to be in a relationship with you, she needs to protect that bond that you two have. And then loyalty. I think that is pretty well self-explanatory from what I did before. Number three, and again, probably the most important one, a woman who shows burning desire for the one man in her life not trying to gain attention from other men. She should be showing that burning desire for you. She should be showing that she is the only one that you want in your life should be her. She should be showing you that you're the only man that she wants in her life. She should be showing you the the she should be showing you the um the comp how she compliments your life on the daily. Now, you both are going to have to make compromises throughout this. It's not about you just getting your way. That is not what the red pill is. You do not get your entire way and your entire philosophy, your entire being in a relationship. You do have to kind of mend and meld and compromise some. But that does not take away from your frame. You do not make yourself less so she can be more. You do have to give and give and take a little bit. You do have to open up and show emotion. But it should not be weaponized against you. If you start seeing that, you need to leave. Trust me on this. Men should be monsters and learn how to control it. You, If, if some guy starts disrespecting your woman, you need to put an end to that disrespect. Do not look less in her eyes when it comes to you protecting her. Let's say some guy is 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 
touching her inappropriately, is making fun of her, is putting her down, and you don't do anything, it's going to mean more that you go put your nose in that guy's business and tell him what a fuck he is and you get your ass beat than it is for you just not to do anything at all. Not do anything at all makes you look weak. You now became a blue pill beta. And now in her eyes, you've become less and she's already looking for somebody else. Be a warrior in a garden, not a gardener in a war. This has been a little extra Lambo. Please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. Please leave a five-star rating for the show and share it. Share it with your friends. Um, Young men coming up, guys just getting out of divorce, uh, guys just entering in the the dating world. Pass these episodes on to them. Give them the tools to find a successful relationship. Give them the tools needed to be a better man, to be a better husband, a better boyfriend. Don't allow them to end up like Johnny Depp, the Will Smith in the the slap at the award ceremony. I believe that's stage if you listen to the show. But Another grown man does not just go up and slap somebody and then walk away with a smile on his face. Chris Rock should have, if it was real, Chris Rock should have done something about it right there. Number two, number two, don't look like a beta bitch after the fact. Because this was after, this was well after she had, because Will was laughing and then he saw Jada look pretty pissed and then he did something. You only did that because of Jada. Don't be a bitch. I mean, we could go into that whole relationship. Don't be a bitch. But for another show. Pass us along. Pass us along to young men so they can grow and be better. It's a little extra Lambo. Please email the show. Give me your feedback. Give me what you think. Shoot me a message. And again, find this podcast. Pass it along to your friends. And then go back and listen to the other shows. This is a little extra Lambo. Peace!